Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show. And uh, this is the show for speakers, coaches, and trainers who want to grow their businesses by making an impact in the world. My name is Simone Vincenzi. I'm your host today. And every week we come to you with different episodes. Sometimes it's a solo episode talking a bit of the behind the scene of what we are doing here at GTEx. Sometimes uh, we showcase some clients and uh, case studies so you can learn from them. And other times uh, we have, like today, incredible guests to share some of the behind the scene or some of the knowledge that they have to help you grow your coaching and speaking business. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to the show, make sure you subscribe right now. Don't wait. Don't delay. What the heck are you waiting for? <laughs> because you're not going to miss uh, any other episode. And also, uh, if you are finding growing your coaching and speaking business uh, a bit overwhelming, let's say you have a lot of things going on, you don't know what strategy to focus on, and in particular, what's right for you right now in your business, then we have created our expert business checklist, which is an entire checklist and an assessment that you can create, which, uh, which you can take. Uh, and it will tell you based on where you are and the answers that you give, uh, what is that uh, you should focus on right now in your business. So make sure you scroll down, find the show notes, and then check out our expert business checklist. Having said that, it is time to introduce our guest for today. He is the co-founder and CEO of Acadium, a company that matches emerging marketing talent with mentors looking to grow their business affordably. Acadium has uh, launched more careers in the digital marketing than any other platform to date. Please welcome to the show, Mo Abbas. Mo Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing absolutely fantastic. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's my pleasure. So before we talk about marketing, we started talking about basketball, which is a passion that we, we both share in common. And I would love to start from there. Um, and what is your, who, what's your favorite NBA team? You know, I like playing the game more than watching the game. If I had okay. to pick a favorite team, it depends. I like the underdogs. I also like, you know, there's some teams that are just have some magic about them. You like the big players too, like the LeBrons, the LA, Milwaukee just won, super cool. The two brothers, that was really exciting. But mm. um, yeah, I'm not like so in love with watching it that I have a dedicated team that I follow. I'm Canadian, oh, you know, like, so uh, Toronto Raptors, I guess, would be a mandatory <laughs> would be the one. obvious answer to get <laughs> the politically correct answer to yeah. give right now. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Uh, and uh, I know it's like uh, I'm uh, I'm obsessed about basketball. So every time that on the pre-show someone asks uh, things conversation about basketball, that's that's where I go first. But we are here to talk about you, to talk about marketing. And before we have this conversation around, you know, what are some of the best marketing strategies that coaches and consultants can apply, which I know is your area of specialty. Uh, how did you get into this uh, into this field, into doing what you do now, and starting your company? Yeah. I mean, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I started going door to door when I was 10 years old. I grew up very poor. My family came as refugees to Canada and I would go door to door to make a little bit more money and help the family out. So I did that for a long time. Um, and when I was 19, 18, 19, I started my first couple of landscaping companies. I sold those at 21. I started a construction company. And I grew that into one of the largest in North America. Did that for about seven years. Uh, it's, it's going right now. They're a very successful company. And then I wanted to have more impact. So I started working on a few technology projects. 
And um, one of the projects was a social media app where we would bring on, we need to bring on an intern to help us. And I had a lot of experience with interns because when I was in the construction company, when we first started, it was me and a few friends who were working at a basement office and we had no money, but we need to grow the business. So we'd work with yeah. students who were looking for experience. We trained them, helped launch their careers. And we hired about a quarter of them onto our staff. And it was a great way for us to get affordable help and find talent. And I did that for a long time, not really thinking much of it. And I was doing it again for the social media app that we were working on. And my co-founder, Richard, he turns to me. He's like, Mo, we have like all these applicants. Nobody has experience. He's like, why are we building a social media app? Why are we not building a product to help these people get work experience? Mm -hmm. And that led into a conversation about the education system and how broken it is, how it costs $141,000 to get educated and 73% work outside their field of study and it takes four years yeah. and it just doesn't really work for job training. Yeah. So we had this crazy idea. We said, what if we could enable businesses to provide job training? What if we can get them to help people train for the job market? You know, that would be really compelling. There's 300 million small businesses around the world. And if we can get them to provide job training, we can provide a global scale free education system. And we believe on the job training is the best form of training. You know, learning mm -hmm. by doing is the best way of learning. 100%. So, Actually, the best way is teaching and then learning by doing. So it's just funny because yeah. our, our businesses and our, and our marketplace, that's what they do. They help guide their apprentice and they learn. They also get value from their apprentice for 10 hours a week for three months in an, a digital apprenticeship. So we ended up building this marketplace where we connect businesses. And a lot of them are coaches, consultants, trainers, actually who are small businesses and they're looking for marketing help and they're wearing a lot of hats in their business. They got to do a lot of things. They don't have all the time in the world, but they need to market their business. So we connect them with apprentices who are looking to mm -hmm. launch a career in marketing. And then they work together for 10 hours a week for three months in a unpaid apprenticeship where yeah. the apprentice gets experience, they get coursework, they get certified, and they could also become a freelancer in our marketplace once they've done enough training. And the business gets access to affordable talent. We've recently expanded to freelancing as well, where we mm -hmm. connect businesses with vetted marketing help. And we do this in a concierge. So we give them three matches based on their criteria. So we, we, you know, we jump on a call and learn all about their business and find them their ideal marketing help and their all affordable marketers that we've personally vetted. Um, so whether it's a new business or an established business, we help them find marketing help. And that's how we started Acadium and that's where we are today. Now, that's a, an incredible project. And because you're having impact on both sides. Now, the problem with a small business is that there is a, too much to do and <laughs> very little time for doing it all. And a lot of time, very little cash to do it all. And then someone who says, actually, I want to have a career in this field, but I don't want to go through the, the, the normal route. Because even if you're looking at a lot of marketing degrees right now, they're actually completely out of touch for what the real world of marketing is. And uh, I had a conversation, for example, with, because uh, we use uh, intern quite a lot as well with Ingedex and, and our company. So I'm happy we're, we're having this conversation uh, and then end up hiring them. And one of the conversations I had with them a lot uh, 
that, hey, I've done three years of business studies or two years of business studies, four years of business studies, but actually I know nothing about business. Or they come into, they come into the business, they come in working with us. And they said, wow, I've learned more with, working with you in one month than in four years of my degree. Uh, did did this, this kind of situation happen to you as well? Absolutely. This is what we've created. I knew it from my own experience working with these students. And this is why we're the number one platform in the world to launch a career in marketing. And we're the number one place to find marketers is because this is what we specialize in. This is exactly the problem that we solve and the opportunities we create. And that's a big one. So fortunately, there is a market space, a market space like that. Uh, let's talk about marketing now, marketing strategies. Mm. You know, marketing is uh, this uh, bottomless pit <laughs> of millions of different strategies. Uh, and uh, every month there is a new social media platform. There is a new tool. There is a new thing. You go online and everyone tells you, this is the thing to do right now. So... What are your views? Where do you stand? Okay, let's talk about marketing for a second. And we'll dig into marketing for coaches and consultants and trainers. Marketing is all about having a conversation. And that's all it is. So if it's an inbound conversation, it's your brand talking to your potential clients. If you have salespeople, it's your salespeople talking to potential clients. And they're explaining the benefit of your product. And if you have good marketing, you could your brand could do this. It creates a lot of inbounds. Or you could do this in an outbound prospecting kind of way. There are a lot of channels. There's a lot of different places you can market. Mm-hmm. Not all of them make sense. Not all of them are a good value. I think for small businesses, it's very different than enterprise businesses. And there's direct lead generation marketing. And then there's brand awareness marketing. So there's all kinds of different aspects of marketing. I think the first thing you should do as a, as a brand, as a business, is you have to establish a baseline of trust. Because if people don't trust you, they're not going to buy from you. So this means you have at least a decent reputation. It could be shown on your social media. It could be on your website. You know, it establishes you in a position of trust could be position of authority, but ultimately it's when I go talk to your business, I trust you to do the things you say you will do. Okay, that's the baseline. Mm-hmm. If you don't have trust, you have nothing. So what I encourage people to do is get some reviews. If you're super new, maybe do even some free work just so you can get some clients and you can start building that brand, building the trust to show that you could do this work effectively. Now it's like, okay, you know what? I have some clients. People trust me. I have a good website, a good reputation in the industry. At least I can, you know, showcase whether it's true or not. If I can showcase that it's a good reputation. Now I want to get more demand for my business. So what do I do? There's a lot of different ways to do this. Coaches, social media is something that works pretty well for coaches. I know not a lot of them like to do social media. So it's mm-hmm. kind of a hit and miss. Some of them really like it. Some of them do not like it at all. And, you know, when you are dealing with social media, it's all about content creation and engaging with your community. So, you know, that works well for some coaches. It's indirect. 
it's not a direct it's not a direct lever so there's indirect levers and then there's you know direct levers a direct lever is something you could pull on that'll get you results right away right. maybe usually those are more expensive like for example google ads that's right. a direct level i spend more money and i will get leads whether that something, lead is something profitable. direct i'm doing google ads i'm doing facebook ads i need like paid media where there is a direct call to action that gives you an inbound lead type so that's you got I it. I pay it pay for views, essentially, mm -hmm. right? So I pay mm -hmm. Google. Google's going to serve my brand, this trusted brand, to people who have high intent, right? Yeah. So there's a difference between Google and Facebook. Facebook has low intent and Google has high intent. So yeah. the cost per impression on the two is different. It's cheaper to get more views on Facebook, but the views convert better on Google. So you have to kind of test to see which one makes the most sense for you. Coaching and for I people don't... that for people that don't know actually before we go on, on that side, but for people that don't know uh, mainly the difference or why what's the difference between low intent and high intent and why on on Facebook they will on Google they will connect co convert more than Facebook. Right. So low intent is I'm going through my Facebook feed. I'm not trying to buy your product, but your product pops up in my view and it gets me curious. And I may or may not need your product. So I don't, I'm not intentionally searching for your product. So you have to talk to a lot of people in order to find one that is happens to be searching for your product. Yeah. Now, the good thing about social media is, well, people do spend a lot of time on there. So you will get to talk to a lot of people. On Google, it's a bit different. I'm searching for your product or something similar for your product. I have an intent to buy your product. A type of product so yeah. when you get a google ad it's like yeah it's very very relevant and timely for the decision i'm trying to make right now so i have the intent to buy and in facebook i don't have the intent to buy oh, that's great. thank you for clarifying no problem the best conversions are the ones with the intent but they're also much more challenging and usually costly to get to so as a coach you know, you don't need a billion clients. You know, it's not like you need to talk to a million people. I mean, maybe you do if you're selling like an online course, that might be a different beast. Uh, but if you're like a consultant or a coach, you are looking more for high value clients. Your reputation matters a lot more. Social media does matter because people are going to search you. They want to see, yeah. is this person real? What's their content like? What's their engagement like? Do people even follow them? Can I trust them to coach me if they don't even have a good brand? So it's very important to have a good social media presence, a good website, and a cohesive message in, uh, in your writing, uh, in, in, in your brand as a coach. I found the, you know, what to be particularly effective for coaches, something like, you know, organic marketing does work quite effectively. Mm -hmm. So you want to leave every single interaction with an ask. Do you know anyone else that could use coaching? We have a referral program. Referral program, you get a discount. The person you refer gets a discount. That works pretty well. I found that also that with coaches, groups work particularly well. So you can prospect in different groups uh, where people are aggregating like small business groups on Facebook. You, know, you can post that you know, you're a coach. Content marketing is particularly effective. It's slow. It takes a long time. 
but it could really establish your brand and it can create you a long tail organic so free lead flow this is particularly effective for businesses that are planning to be around for a while and have been around for a while like if you're new to coaching and you need to make money today content marketing is not necessarily for you but if you're like an established coach and you just want to entrench yourself in the space you know build high quality content and get the links um and you know over time that's going to you know be careful what you try to rank for another thing is specialization i find that coaches that can specialize are it's much easier to market for them so when you're targeting so there, yeah yeah there, there is something so you mentioned a few things um uh, and there is something i would love you to expand on uh, which is around the idea of content marketing like if you're looking for clients right now content marketing might not be the right thing for you or the most important thing right now well actually the, the majority of people that are starting out because they go they follow they follow into the social media trap where they follow the bigger influencers that all they do is content marketing because they're there now they end up doing content marketing which is not actually the right thing they are supposed to do based on what you're saying can you expand on that yeah look it works and it's something they need to do but to set the expectation they need to uh that's a slow bake strategy that'll take them many 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 months to start getting results mm. from so i do recommend doing it but i wouldn't i wouldn't b- beat your head up if after three or four or five months it's it's not working as you know it's not getting you a full packed calendar yeah um what i do find to be the most effective thing is to build an email list and then create content for your specific audience through email marketing social media not everyone's going to see your message uh all the social media platforms filter content and they do not deliver to your entire audience okay just to give you an idea so if you have a hundred thousand followers only maybe five or ten thousand may actually get your content yeah email marketing is different everybody's going to get your email in their inbox so what I find to be tremendously effective is to get an email list. Let's say you're a coach and you help small businesses, you know, with, I don't know, mental health or how to grow their business in XYZ. You're going to create free content for them and email that content to them maybe once a week, once a month. And then you're going to ask, you're going to try to get them to convert to your premium program want to learn more want to actually get into more in depth on this here's the program here's the success stories ratings and reviews on the program jump on a call with me okay as a coach or small business i you you know it drives me crazy when i see somebody who, who has like one lead a day try to get them to do an automated checkout like what are you doing Get on the phone with that person. Build a relationship <laughs> with them. It's one person. No, no, the, right? the amount of people that that do that do this kind of things, either they just focus on building their audience on social media, because that's what they are seeing. I was to see other people building their audience on social media. Now they build their audience on social media without having any private way, like a mailing list, knowing that actually any social media platform can change their policies, can stop 
from one day to the other. And the amount of businesses actually the lost. So you remember when Facebook pages were a thing? <laughs> when you had in crazy reach with Facebook pages? And now Facebook decided, hmm, you know what? You want your followers on your page to see stuff? You got to pay. <laughs> and then I, I knew a company business that was dead lost, right? Yeah, a company that was doing almost $50 million went to zero because of that. And they had to let go of 100 people. <laughs> it was crazy. So like social media is good. I, I like like the most one of the most direct ways is to direct message people. So if you're a coach, you can message people on Instagram, on you know LinkedIn, on Facebook even, and you could get them to book a call with you, right? So you can yeah. build a list. I like email again because email is the most um, you own that list. You can buy lists. So as a marketer, you could set up buy a list build your own list by offering maybe free content on social media, sign up to my email newsletter to get more kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can even put ads behind uh, getting a list. If you can get the cost per acquisition down and you know how much money you make on an acquisition. Yeah. So pretty much get a list any way you can. And yeah. then you can re-engage <laughs> this. Yeah. Yeah. On, I, I'm curious actually. Like, I would love to move now as part of this conversation because we have different ideas. So to summarize, uh, actually, this segment, uh, there are many ways in which you can market. Um, content marketing, traditional content marketing, long-form content, that's great for the long-term, and in particular, if you have a more established brand. And to build also that more established brand, if you that's something that also you want to build, but it's not a, a easy, quick win. Quick wins, you're talking about engaging in other people's Facebook group, having a direct referrals program, having a mailing list where you can interact with you own. There are different ways in which you can either um, buy a mailing list. I know that, for example, in Europe and the UK, we had the GDPR law that changed a lot of things. So for UK peeps and European peeps, just be aware that you buy something that is GDPR compliant, uh, but that doesn't apply, for example, in the US and Canada. Um, now, I know that, for example, like uh, if someone wants to get, uh, uh, wants to be part of their company and they want to sign up, they want to enroll, and now they have an intern, they have an apprentice that works with them. Having, if you're not used to having a team, having a new person <laughs> can be a learning point. <laughs> Like I remember we went in one year in our company, like from four to 14 people in one year. And for some people is nothing. For some people is a lot. For me, definitely was a lot because I wasn't a natural manager, never managed teams before, only used to think about what I'm doing today without even thinking about others. So if they have, for example, a marketing interns that do some work for them. What are some of the best ways in which they can actually engage with them, interact with them, either train them, support them from your experience so that actually actually this process works? Yeah, absolutely. So one thing we find is usually they have a list of tasks that they want to get done and then they meet their apprentice once a week, maybe twice a week, not necessarily twice a week, but they chat with them regularly through Messenger, et cetera. And then they have this conversation about what tasks the apprentice wants to get done. The first couple of weeks is orientation, learning about the business. Some businesses 
have like a Trello board or a, a CRM they use that can on on uh, that could essentially teach their apprentice about the business very quickly through either content or videos. Um, and then from there, they tackle tasks that could be content marketing, it could be social media, it could be, you know, different kinds of campaigns, it could be finding influencers, it could be, um, you know, email marketing, it could be even performance marketing, it could be research. It's pretty much what I like about it is, and what I find coaches find very valuable is a lot of coaches, they don't, they're not used to working with teams, like you said. And this is a way they could learn how to work with a team in a low-cost, affordable yeah. way. It's a way they can get help. It's a way they can hone their management skills. It's a way they could find potential talent because not every apprentice is going to work. Someone may be better than others. When they do find one that's really good, well, they're trained. They're ready to go. They're creating value for you, and they can continue doing yeah. that. And then you know you can work out a deal with them to pay them or whatever it may be, or you can just keep getting another apprentice over and over again, rinse and repeat. You know I've had businesses double the size of their business, the revenue, and they use apprentices very very heavily. They even use them in cohorts, so they bring them like two three at a time, and they'll assign them like a project to work on, and then they go execute on that project, and then the business owners kind of like just kind of overseeing the project, making sure they're answering any questions and whatnot. You know, I've had people do this for book launches. I've had people do this for big webinars that are being launched, you know, just creating like the email sequence campaigns, um, figuring out how to create referral campaigns, you know, and, and then work directly with the business. And it also creates a forcing function for the businesses. Not only do they become better managers, it forces them to have a conversation about marketing. So whereas before I was like, yeah, I'll do it kind of, sort of, maybe, but I don't I know, like nobody's following up with me. So I'm just going to like not do it. Yeah. Now it's like, oh man, I got to call up my apprentice. I got to figure out how to action this person. I got to think about my marketing here for an hour. All right. So what do I got to do? I think this is a good avenue. Okay. Here's my list. Let's create five email templates and we're going to send them out like, you know, once a month or once every other week. And we're going to try to convert them to this webinar we have going on in three months, right? Yeah. So the apprentice goes and does this and then maybe you know, builds out the, the email templates and then the business reviews it, gives feedback, iterates it. So they do the lift, the heavy lift and the business does like the fine tuning and polishing. So a lot of times, you know, sometimes you'll find a rock star that's even we know better than the business and can just do it all themselves. You gotta hire that person. Hundred percent. Yeah. I remember, like we we hired, um, uh, think about half a year ago, uh, a marketing assistant uh, to do our content marketing. No, mainly social media marketing, like short form social media marketing. She ended up being incredible. So then we hired her, uh, and uh, all the social media posts that we put out, uh, the in particular on Instagram. Um, the content that we create, we have a good process that also we have worked with there uh, to streamline. Maybe we'd like to take a video, then she gets on the video, she creates a few social media posts from the video and uses some uh, Instagram templates that we have. Now we have posts for Instagram, we have the video for YouTube, we have the other things on, on LinkedIn and, uh, or, and Facebook as well. And all I'm doing is shooting one video. So it can really help you leverage your time and now then we found also that this person is great at writing. So now she's writing also long form articles and we have about 30 articles that she wrote. So 
and uh, or we want to be featured on a publication. And now she writes also the article for that publication. So it is a game changer considering the amount of time. A lot of people, even if you like marketing, you spend doing it because that's something that's time that is spent away from more strategic part of the business. So whether it's building joint ventures, building partnerships, uh, connecting with other influence, something just stuff that only you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is another example on uh, how, for example, we use them and how other people can use them. Exactly. And for some businesses, because if you get an apprentice, they are unpaid. So you have to mentor them. I mean, it's the same thing yeah. you would do with any new employee. But yeah. if people do not want to do that and they and they also need some level of experience in marketing or else how are you going to give them mentorship? So there's two criteria. You're willing to mentor and you have a basic understanding or intermediate at least understanding of marketing. Mm. But a lot of businesses don't even want to, they don't want to deal with that. They just want to say, I want to pay to play, right? Here's my, look, just do the marketing for me. I, yeah. You're the expert. I just want to hire an, like somebody who knows what they're doing. And that's totally cool because we also have a lot of marketers I could do that for businesses that really don't want to put that effort in. But what I've noticed is coaches and consultants and trainers, they're usually smaller and they're more cash constrained than some other businesses. So they usually are willing to put the mentorship and they usually have some level of understanding of digital marketing. So they they are very popular with apprenticeships, but there are some that just want to pay to play. And that. And that's and I guess that all the people, all the apprentices that before were apprentices, and then they got an experience, a certain level of experience. Now they can move into the pay-to-play part. Is that how it works? Yeah, that's how it works. We also have, but that's not the only place. We actually get marketers from all over, so they could apply with okay. experience if they're going to be paid marketers, or they have to complete a certain amount of apprenticeships and go through an interview process to qualify for free. So we vet them essentially. They got to meet our threshold. And, you know, we do have a lot of people from our marketplace, but we also have people that we've brought onto our platform from other places on, in the world that are experienced, that have met our criteria. So someone is listening right now to this interview and actually is a marketing consultant and they say, you know what, I would love to be part of that marketplace. They can reach out, right? They can apply on our website and then they can get on our list yeah. and we'll, we'll match them with businesses that are looking for marketing help. And it's, and it's, you know, there's other companies that charge an arm and a leg and we are, don't charge, you know, very much at all. And we do concierge matching. So we actually have a human being that does the matching. It's not like Upwork. So not an automated AI that no, gives no. A random, some random recommendations. <laughs> no, we talk to clients. What are you looking for? What kind of person do you like to work with? That's for the paid aspect. The yeah, unpaid yeah. is done through the marketplace. That's low touch point. We just 100%. don't make enough money for that, right? Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. Well, so for everyone who's interested in marketing as well, or is a marketer and is interested, you know what? Um, why not being featured on a marketplace? Uh, check the, the link that is in the show notes and then you can uh, you can definitely reach out. But b- before we wrap up this interview, um, question for you, because it's time to lift the veil. That's uh, the time of the interview where we asked our guests to share something that they've discovered recently that make their life or business better. And it's worth sharing. It's like, oh my God, I found this thing and you need to know about it. Um, what's that for you? Does it have to be a tool? Tools, book, uh, app, uh, whatever, something that you discovered recently that made your life or business better. 
I think so. There's a there's an email marketing tool called Reply.io. There's a whole bunch of them actually. That's just one of them, and it allows you to send email sequences to your list, which is very beneficial because once you build a sequence, then you can just plug in an email, and they're all going to get, you know, this sequence of emails until they convert or not to your business. Mm-hmm. That that one I think is helpful for email marketing. So that's a tool I would recommend. So reply.io, make sure you check it out. We don't have any affiliation. We just like to share useful tools um, for, for, with, our, with, our, uh, with our listeners and with you guys. Uh, Mo, it has been a great interview. Definitely a lot of thinking point around um, you know, onboarding people uh, for in particular as a coach or a consultant and seeing yourself more as a business owner rather than the person doing everything that definitely elevates your thinking and gets you to think about your business in a complete new level, which is also necessary because you're running a business, but also on the different marketing strategies, you know, uh, uh, the difference between Google and Facebook that we talked about, the difference between the long form organic marketing that you are doing content marketing versus email marketing uh, and more direct call to actions. So make sure that if you haven't taken notes, replay this uh, this interview again to get all these golden nuggets. But if someone wants to reach out to you either to connect with you or uh, that is interested in uh, the marketplace, uh, either that they are looking for an expert or they are an expert want to sign up or they're looking for an intern, uh, what is the best way and how can they reach out to you? Yeah, they go to our website, acadium.com. They can book a call with one of our team who walked into the platform. Uh, or if they want to follow me personally on Instagram or Twitter at Real Mo Abbas. All right. So Real Mo Abbas on Twitter and acadium.com. The link is in the show notes. But if you want, let me spell it for you. A-C-A-D-I-U-M dot com so acadium.com that's where you can find all the details Mo, it has been an absolute pleasure having you here as a guest on our show and i'm looking forward to seeing you next time thank you so much you take care uh, ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening thank you for watching depending on the platform <laughs> if you're watching on youtube if you're listening on your favorite podcasting platform uh, if you haven't subscribed make sure you subscribe right now and also um, uh, leave a review uh, if you enjoyed this episode, let us know. How did we go? And uh, reviews are really are the lifeblood of the podcast. So do it to support the show. Do it to support Mo. Do it to support us. And, or just do it for my ego. It makes me feel good. So mm-hmm. ka-ching. <laughs> Having said that, I'll see you next time. And remember that together we grow exponentially. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Explode Your Expert Business Show. If you enjoyed the interview, please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. Every week we will select a winner from the reviews that we get. So it might be you. Make sure you give us a review. It means the world to us and that's how we we can help us grow the show. Also remember to download the Expert Business Checklist to get the roadmap on how to become an authority in your field. The link is in the show notes or you can visit gtex.events forward slash expert iPhone checklist. So it's gtex.events forward slash expert iPhone checklist. And as well, finally, if you want to receive daily support in your coaching and speaking business or explore how we can work together, join our private Facebook group, Explode Your Expert Biz. Again, you can find it on Facebook at Explode Your Expert Biz or the link is in the show notes. 
Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, remember that together we grow exponentially. <laughs>